talking about cascading system-wide effects, Ian. Gosh, that's a drag. What is the matter with you? Why, is there something special you want me to do? Well, how about you know, give it too much not to care. Hey, I, I gave my opinion robustly for years, as expected. The sum of our human endeavors has led to our annihilation. And the only play now is to take the time that we have left and, uh, you know, just like we always do, squander it. Welcome to spoilers. I forgot to make a spoiler. <laughs> Shit, sorry. <laughs> uh, this is Jurassic World Dominion. Uh, Pap, give me a spoiler real quick. What do you got? Uh, the girl's not a dinosaur hybrid. And that plot never comes to anything more than that. Like, honestly, I, if this would have had a human dino hybrid or Vin Diesel, this movie would have been ten times better. It couldn't have been any worse. <laughs> Uh, yeah, welcome to spoilers. Uh, sorry, I totally botched that that intro. Uh, nah, you're good. You usually don't host the new movies, but you're the one who saw Dominion first. Yeah, you guys have to forgive me. I saw Dominion at least a week ago from when we're recording this, and uh, I got two guys here who have seen it. I think both have seen it twice. Pep, did you see it twice? Uh, once in a theater where I got chicken strips chicken nuggies delivered to me uh chicken tendies were they dino nuggets no i wish they should have been but they were actually pretty good um and there was a hefty uh serving too i was impressed with the movie theater food and then i watched an illegal handy cam version that has <laughs> ads in arabic on it <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> Uh, and that other voice is obviously PK, our usual superhero co- correspondent, also uh, moonlights as our dino uh, detective. <laughs> PK, <laughs> how are you doing tonight? I'm great. I love the new title, Dino Detective. Mm. Uh, you saw uh, it twice as well, right? I did, and I'm detecting that this this has the best possibility of getting the first no from PK Whoa! on the podcast. No, don't spoil it. Stay don't tuned. Don't spoil it. I was not expecting that at all. That's coming out of nowhere, honestly, <laughs> for me. So I, I saw Josh today at work, and I, I told him, I was like, you going to be on tonight? He's like, no. And I, I told him that. I was like, I told Drew I was a little disappointed, and he just sent me a bunch of the big eye emojis, and Josh was like, ooh. <laughs> I gotta pull up your stats. I feel like you've been like twenty and zero with yes. Story. Yeah, I feel like it's a hundred percent, man. Oh, it is a hundred percent. But yeah, this is what the sixth installment of the the Jurassic Park franchise. Am I wrong in that number, or is that right? That's You're right. right. Yeah, sixth, and apparently final installment. We got all the characters returning. We got, we got, uh, we got uh, Laura Dern. We got, <laughs> we got the other guy, and uh, we got uh, uh, what's his face? Uh, that guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what, <laughs> what are these characters' names? Uh, Hammond. No, Hammond. Alan is, Grant. Alan Grant and Ian Malcolm and Ellie Sattler. Sam Neill, like three movie club at this point. Yeah. He was in that uh, Hunt for the Wilder People movie. And then obviously Chris Pratt and Bryce Dallas Howard. 
um, they return, as well as the forgettable uh, teen playing Maisie Lockwood, uh, uh, <laughs> Velociraptor DNA clone. <laughs> we wish. What's weird about these movies is that I don't remember anything from like most of these movies at all. Like it's all just a blur, including this one. <laughs> but like, there aren't many callbacks to the second and third movie, are there? Like we don't see like Ian the... Malcolm's daughter or like um, William H Macy or like no. any of those characters. They don't come back. You really gotta like like look for them if you want. I, I noticed this time. I noticed that, or the second time. I noticed like. When Ellie and Alan Grant meet for the first time again, like in his little tent, there's like the little uh, there's raptor, a claw. the little raptor thing he used to like uh, try to make a call to the raptors. It's supposed to simulate like their vocal cords or something. There's a claw that. hanging from when he wanted <laughs> to gut that kid. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, at the very end, where the like the very end where you see there's the t-rex and then it shows like two more walking out uh apparently somebody asked colin trevorrow if those were the two t-rexes from the lost world and he said yes but he probably didn't really plan <laughs> he's that, like sure yeah. he's like cool yeah anything to try to make this movie a little better there's a line where laura dern says uh he slid into my dms that's uh. <laughs> so painful i hate what they do with these characters we we just got everybody back, and, like, I think, like, the first scene, or, like, we're supposed to come off of the the last movie where, like, Isla Nublar had exploded from, like, the, the volcano or whatever, and then we go to, like, the Weapon X program of those Velociraptors that, like, we sort of completely ignore in this movie. There's no weaponized dinos in this movie <laughs> kind of at all, except for, like, one scene. And it kind of never comes back into into play. The worst part about that is, is that they like that sounds cool, right? When you're like, oh, there's dinosaurs living amongst people now, but they do it through this like Nick News teen. News oh, it's, <laughs> it's like, what what is that group on TikTok? It's like News Now or something. <laughs> this is News Now or something. Yeah, and it's like one of the most bizarre voiceovers. Like it sounds like an AI reading it. Mm-hmm. But it's like a kid reporting on the news. It's so strange. (laughs) And we just get like a montage of just like these dinosaurs just like totally fucking up everything in normal (laughs) life. Like absolutely no attempt is being made to kind of like eradicate them, which would clearly be like the first step in this process. I don't know. It seems like people kind of like agreed to live with the dinosaurs, even though they're totally taken over. Well, it's like the earlier ones, there's kind of this like man versus nature dynamic and trying to control nature and nature ultimately won in like basically each of the five previous movies. But there was also this element of corporate greed. This is just like a movie about evil Tim Cook trying to take over the world. Oh my God. He looks like the Apple CEO. PK, how on the nose are they of Tim Cook, Apple CEO? This guy looks exactly like him. I thought they got Tim Cook for this this casting. It was well. Not only that insane. is like they. He's actually the guy that played uh, Peter Parker's dad in The Amazing Spider-Man One and Two, but um, they uh, they got like the mannerisms down for like an awkward, very uh, socially awkward like 
super rich guy. Like, the scene where he meets Dr. Grant and Ellie Sadler for the first time, like, he's so weird. He doesn't even, like, finish his sentences. He's like, yeah, so this is going to be, um... And then he just walks away. He, like, claps his hands and walks away. It's like, oh, what? <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what she's... Her response is like, what? <laughs> Pap, were you thinking this guy had dino DNA? I was hoping he had some dino <laughs> DNA. Dino DNA. To transform in the third act into, like, some freak weird lizard guy or something. Well, you, you guys know who that is, right? That's the guy from the very original movie that gives... Uh, Newman, the Barbasol can. That's why he has the Barbasol like, can. Dodging. We got Dodging here. <laughs> See, nobody cares. And that's basically the the whole plot of this movie. Nobody cares. <laughs> oh, is it him? I, the exact that, same person? Actor, too? Yeah. Oh, no, not the same actor, but it's the same character. It's just oh, like, okay. it's he's more prevalent in the books and like how those all play out. And like he's like kind of the overarching villain because Biosyn... Is supposed to be like the rival company to Engine, which was John Hammond's company from the first movie and all the other Jurassic Parks. But it's like, I don't know why they never mentioned that at all. Like, they didn't set up Biosyn to be, I guess they needed it to start off seeming like a normal, friendly company. But Dude. it's just like, like as a Jurassic Park fan, it just seems like a really big, like this movie's full of just missed opportunities. Like... They're trying to be up on the up and up, but you think people are going to catch on when it's like every crop that's not yeah. biosyn is getting I fucking hated by this the bugs. Point so much. <laughs> so their plan is to, they're breeding dinosaurs partially legit, partially to destroy the world's food supply and have like a monopoly not on dinosaurs. They're, they're, yeah, the, but, the dinosaurs have nothing uh, to even do with that, the plot point. That's the stupid part. Like this movie wastes so much time about this plot point about locusts like that have somewhat like cretaceous dna it's like spend more time with the dinosaurs (laughs) honestly i feel like the locust scene was like one of the better scenes it was very terrifying and those two kids are like caught in that barn but i mean we don't need the locust this is a dinosaur movie but i feel like they kind of blew their load on that scene it was like probably the scariest scene in the movie for me I didn't hate when the locusts were falling, like, flame locusts from the sky (laughs) at the end. Like, I almost wish this movie leaned more into that and, like, was more ridiculous rather than this, like, ham-fisted corporate bad (laughs) message. Um, I did. I did think they were the locusts were creepy because I just don't like like big insects. So like, yeah, they're pretty. In gross. in reality, that would be fucking terrifying. I'd much rather see it run into a dinosaur than a giant locust. But like movie wise, ugh, I didn't care for it. So we got all of this uh, obviously evil corporation stuff going on, but we also have Chris Pratt and. Uh, Bryce Dallas Howard taking care of this clone girl who's like kind of she's getting sick of being like isolated from everybody and they're kind of like where are they like Alaska or Canada or something and Sierra Nevada the mountains oh okay and they got also got Blue and Blue's apparent baby which had kind of spawned just from Blue because they can just asexually reproduce uh, we got a new, totally new character to the cast in Blue's Baby. Beta. Um, Pap, what did you think of, uh, 
Well, we kind of don't get blue, but what do you think about uh, the baby raptor? I mean, I don't, Jurassic Park, like, I criticize Star Wars all the time for, like, not having a lot of ideas. Jurassic Park has literally no ideas to, to, like, go off of. And maybe that's not fair, like, the books or whatever, but it's another instance of life finding a way. Again, Blue can just have this baby. I I don't know. I thought they were going to go with some, like, more overt parallels with, like... Or is Chris Dallas. Pratt going to ride Blue, which doesn't come into play. Right. <laughs> well, I thought it was going to, like... Because the story's kind of like the teen girl doesn't like Bryce Dallas Howard very much, and she's, like, a little bit tighter with Chris Pratt. I thought there'd be some, like, mirroring of, like, the mom archetype with the two, but, like, Blue's just kind of, like, gone for a while, and Beta's just kind of an afterthought. I don't even know why... Yeah. Why do they need Beta and the girl to, like, understand the DNA? <laughs> you're, Does you're, it, nothing makes any sense. You're, it's, asking, it's, you're it's, asking a question to another question, which is, uh, why is BD Wong like wanting to be good all of a sudden when he's clearly been evil for five out of six movies <laughs> four out of six he was a nice he was a sweetheart in the first one <laughs> well maybe not. he was just misunderstood know. his science was <laughs> misunderstood <laughs> yeah like that scene where he was telling her like we needed uh, beta to so we could study you and all this stuff and i immediately i was like <gasps> Stevie was right. <laughs> She's a raptor. I thought <laughs> and, so too. Uh, but yeah, it's it's such a weird storyline. Then then the whole they get into the whole fact that it's like she's like kind of not a clone because she still was birthed. She was asexually produced. Yeah, it's so I don't know. It's just the raptors. This movie's just a mess. Like it's mm-hmm. just there's so much going on and like like the beginning how we, we jump from character to character all over the country and all over the world it's just like it's, it never like sits down and lets the scene like play out pap i mean you you saw like those pre-production like pictures that were drawn up of like there there are like human dinosaur hybrid or whatever oh, yeah. that they were kind of messing around with do you think there's like remnants of this that they just like did not take out of this they were in too deep, I guess, and they couldn't kind of stray away from that too much. Dude, this movie feels like it was re-edited and reshot to hell. Like, there's one part, this is like way later, but when Ian Malcolm is trying to guess this code on the on the door, you guys remember that? <laughs> yeah. Awful, like, awful. Part so dumb. <laughs> dude, I swear, he starts to type in 6969, <laughs> and then they cut it. <laughs> And, like that was going to be the joke, and because then he goes like that was it or whatever, you know what I mean? But it doesn't like what did he type there? And I'm, I he hits six nine, and then it cuts. It's like I'm sure that's what it was going to be, but like I this movie feels way over edited and way over produced. I read somewhere that they sh- supposedly shot like a like a six hour movie or like enough footage for <laughs> like a six hour movie, and it's just like where did all this go? The good like there's got if you shot that much, there had to be something. That was so decent in there. I was like, where to go? Do they want to make it two movies? Like stretch it out, dude. That's the crazy thing is this. Um, this beat Lightyear its second weekend in the box yeah. office. People want to. People love this fucking shit so dude, much. It's so bad. It's gonna hurt. It hurts me to say it, but like, it's the same as Fast and Furious. It felt like a Fast and the Furious movie, and the people love that shit. And 
it, it's very it's very worrisome to me because there's rumors floating around that they want to that yes. there's like the Fast and Furious crossing over Jurassic World, and I was like, I'll I'll give up on cinema, and it's starting to like look that it could be a possibility, and I'm like freaking out. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, we, ha- we have to mention that there's like poachers looking for this Maisie Lockwood character just because they know that her DNA is, uh, mutated or raptor like or whatever the fuck we're dealing with in this universe. Uh, but I, I guess that's apparently, uh, poachers from Biosyn according to Wikipedia. I'm reading from Wikipedia if you cannot tell as well. So <laughs> there's one part there though, where like. Chris Pratt sees her getting taken on the bridge and he just turns around to run and he's got so far to run and he like is running away towards his truck, but it's like, dude, she's gonna be so gone by the time. Oh, yeah. that he's truck. like running up a hill. Yeah. yeah, it's insane. Like and I don't I can't even remember all of the different stupid chases in this movie. You know what I mean? There's not one action sequence that really stands out. Like I'm I'm looking at the handicam footage now, and it's just like some random shooting. I yeah. like the uh, the Malta chase scene. I I, I mean they sh- showed like a bunch of it on the trailer, so I wasn't expecting to enjoy it. But it was a lot longer than I thought it was going to be. This is straight up Star Wars. That's what I was going to say. There's so many different like f- genres mixed into this that aren't anything Jurassic Park. <laughs> like just the, the <laughs> I, I know we're jumping ahead, but like that Santos lady dressed in all white, like. She was like a straight up James Bond character. I was like, "What is going on?" And only in for one scene. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just like they introduce shitty side characters and like also really cool dinosaurs, and just for just to show them off for a second, and then be like, "All right, that's it." Like those ra- those new raptors were cool as fuck, and then that was it. Papa, guide us through the black market Star Wars scene so we can get to the uh, the raptors that PK was talking about. Um, okay. Is this after they go to the CIA or whatever? Um, uh, that's, I mean, that's totally forgettable. Who's, who's to say, but they just, but they just show up at the CIA. <laughs> just yeah. Like, and the, the guy looks out the window and sees them. Sorry, PK. Where is that? Yeah. He, he basically, yeah. He lets them know that there's a deal going in Malta and then, yeah, then they go there and meet up with the guy from the first Jurassic world. And then that's where you can take over. Well, that's what, you're so right, though, PK, when you say this is like a Fast and Furious movie. This is like exactly what happens in a Fast and Furious movie. It's some random... Exotic location. S- exotic location to, to film the action sequence in. And it's pretty forgettable, I guess, in terms of what happens here. Because like we said, everything's so confused. But there's a double agent at one point. But the I guess the most memorable part is... What's her name? The chicken all white who's only in this scene? Um, Santos. Santos has trained. <sighs> this is so fucking stupid. It's like she she has a laser pointer, laser guided raptors. And if she shines the laser pointer on you, all of the raptors know to attack you, whether or not they even see the laser pointer or not. So like it somehow <laughs> like marks you or something. It makes no sense. They, they supposedly I, I do- like latch onto the scent, but the yeah, it's scent like if they the would laser. have they would have they would have to see what it's. Pointing at. I have like to, to do a heat check on. because I honestly think these are like uh, four out of five cool letterbox scale <laughs> on on things they could do with the dinosaurs. Just like 
marking a person and then having them chase you down, which is like probably the best scene in the movie, the the motorcycle chase. I mean, nothing else is as exciting in this movie for me personally, other than this laser guided raptor chase. I'm with you. Cool concept, but like, why not make it just some kind of scent thing? You know what I mean? Like, well, she it's, a puff it's, of scent. It's, yeah. it's based off that technology from the Fallen Kingdom where the Indoraptor had in the auction house where they they started to do that where the guy shined a laser and it would attack like it would send off like a sound wave and it would attack that mm. person or whatever but so it's kind of expanding off of that but yeah it's, it's I just, don't hate it's that it's just so yeah it's just it's just like a waste because yeah they do it one scene the, yeah that's that, it. the person with this technology is in and out in the one scene and she doesn't even die she doesn't even like there she has no consequences she's just in and out like yep the, the dinosaurs are such an afterthought, though, other than that. Because I'm watching this one part right now, and they fall in like a dinosaur fighting pit, right? And there's a cute dinosaur that Chris Pratt sees, but it's literally just them punching each other. And this is after, like, I think he two or three times has done his, like, hand force field that he yeah. holds up to the dinosaurs, <laughs> which is so lame. It's not a thing. And they try to make it a thing so badly in this movie. What about, uh, yeah, when he's in a fist fight and there's literally two T-Rexes behind them fighting and eating people and they're still ignoring that and continuing to fist fight in Malta the black market I don't know and like there's people around them cheering and it's like what are you guys doing there's dinosaurs running all <laughs> over the T-Rex. place just biting people's ankles you guys are just like cheering on this fist fight it is bizarre just totally weird editing I just why is there why is there a fist fight in a Jurassic Park movie like this, though? Like, why does this even need to be in here? You know what I mean? It, it's just, it's devolving into just like, like PK said, just a million different genres of movie at this point. The genre is make a lot of money. I mean, it's the same studio as Fast and Furious. So, that, yeah, they know how much money those movies make. So they're just like, they know how much Jurassic World has made so far and they know people are going to see it. So it's just like, just make it a B action movie with B monster movie, basically. <laughs> right after uh, the Raptor chase motorcycle scene, we're, I mean, we're kind of introduced to uh, another character named, okay, this, this is a straight up video game character named Killa, Kayla Watts. Uh, <laughs> she's the cargo pilot who kind of just flies Claire and Owen to this place uh in where where's like this dinosaur sanctuary it's like in the dolomite mountains or something is what i'm saying yeah they've created a sanctuary for all of these dinosaurs like they're not even really trying to catch all the dinosaurs on earth they're kind of catching some of them and taking them to the sanctuary uh but there's still a shit ton of dinosaurs just kind of roaming earth um and kayla watts she gets mixed up with uh, Chris Pratt and uh, Bryce Dallas Howard and flies them to uh, the Dolomite Mountains. And PK, there's this whole scene with these pterodactyl-like uh, dinosaurs. Uh, why don't you walk us through that? So yeah, they're, they're flying to Biosyn because they find out that's where Maisie is taken to and they're talking about the 
air deterrent system or whatever that's supposed to keep the pterosaurs or whatever which is just below a, a certain it's just a button yeah it's yeah it's no, we don't see anything happening it's just a button yeah and there's no like yeah there's no setup for that because the dinosaur that attacks them that it's called like a quetzal something coatlas or something they it's fucking huge and they need i feel like they needed to like tease that earlier because also real quick did you guys see the prologue they released for this like a year ago no so, uh the thing at the camp park or whatever no that was that was something different they released a prologue they shot for this it was supposed to be in the movie but then they decided to release it for like promotional footage it was uh like a actually shot to look like it was back you know in the cretaceous period or whatever when dinosaurs were walking around and it was actually really cool it was kind of like a walking with dinosaurs thing and at the very end, the T-Rex and the Giganotosaurus fight, and the Giganotosaurus kills the T-Rex. And it's kind of setting up like this whole rivalry between those two dinosaurs, which I feel like they should have just kept it in the movie, because it would have made more sense. But they also show that big-ass pterodactyl and show how big it is. And it's just like... And that's another... That's, that dinosaur was super cool comes in tears the plane apart in 10 seconds and then it's out of the movie forever yeah it's just like what what is going on it's it's moving so fast well you pk they press the button again and re uh re uh uh ignite the what air defense system or whatever <laughs> that keeps the yeah. keeps the giant pterodactyls at bay yeah like oh they got attacked so we're good <laughs> yeah uh bryce Dallas howard uh, gets ejectocito cuzzed from <laughs> the plane <Dude. laughs> and Man, somehow survives. would be so relevant tonight. That's gonna happen. <laughs> Pap, what happens to her and what... I mean, she runs into a, a blind giant raptor type, type dinosaur. Yeah, so they only have one parachute seat and she, like you said, ejectocitos out. Um, and then she hides underneath some water. She holds her breath for like an obscenely long time. And we get this really stupid shot of like her underwater and the dinosaur just like sniffing the top of the water. I I guess all this is so that way we split up the crew and have more side stories to deal with. I don't even know. Like why, why have her like disappear like that? I don't, I don't know. Does anything else happen after that? It's just to have this one scene where she's hiding uh, under water. Yeah, I think the main part of this scene is just to set up that this animal has knife hands. I think. Pretty is much. Is this the same one that comes back at the end? Yeah. And helps? Yeah. Uh, to me, this is probably the second best scene in the movie. Just yeah, I, because say, I, I like this scene a lot. I mean, it was kind of... Yeah, she held her breath for a long time. But I think, like, this is one of the scenes that reminded me more of the original Jurassic Park, like some of the tension that they can build with these scenes, like the whole, you know, it can't see her very well, but also like, yeah, the fact that she, it was like kind of like a one shot of her crawling around and looking at her. It's kind of like the Raptor scene in the kitchen at the first movie. But, um, it's just like, that's what I miss about this franchise. And they haven't had it since the first one. It's just like a scaled down, like they don't need to show the dinosaurs all the time, but it's just like really 
tense filled scenes like the T-Rex scene or the Velociraptor scene from the original is just they need more of that and less of the fucking yeah cheesiness and this scene is like extra tense just because this this dinosaur is like I guess super blind or something and it's not exactly uh, displayed very well on screen for me it was like it's eyes are like white but like i don't know what a dinosaur's eyes look like that thing could have just like ghostly white eyes but well i can't tell if it was actually blind or because like, it walks straight past her and she's like in she's hanging from a tree and it's like head well, height and if it's blind right. it's other sentence should be like heightened like when she falls out of that tree that should have yeah. been enough for it to like yeah hear her and smell her but right. like I'll, okay I'll, I'll give you this that it's good interacting with the dinosaurs right this isn't chris pratt being so cool and like just fist fighting a random italian man so like this should be jurassic park but the problem is is like this is at like the 90 minute mark of a two and a half hour movie and there's already so many moving pieces to keep track of like i think this is like a structural problem with the story like don't keep separating the characters we need them to come together like now i, I don't know which they start to do in, like, the next couple scenes. Yeah, and it's, like, I don't think Bryce Dallas Howard can, like... She's kind of, like, on her own for a little bit of this movie, and I don't think she's uh, quite exactly the actor I would want. I mean, I would rather see Laura Dern kind of try to traipse her way through this park on her own rather than Bryce Dallas Howard does. Dude, I hate when they meet up, too. They, like, they pair off the girls together and, like, the boys together. It's, like, so stupid. It's, like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, Yeah. Like... I did like because there's a couple of scenes like there's another scene with Bryce Dallas Hunter by herself right before Chris Pratt meets up with her again with the um, Dilophosaurus from the first movie where that's the one that killed uh, Newman and I thought that scene was cool just because a lot of people have been wanting that dinosaur to come back and it was kind of cool to see it get some love again but I was only um, in the first movie right yeah that's crazy because that's yeah. kind of like the best scene and almost the best scene in that movie. Well, I mean, the raptor scene in the kitchen is pretty cool. In the first, and at first, I was like, oh, it's kind of lame. Chris Pratt just comes in and just like, grabs it and saves the day. But then I was thinking about it, and I think I read something about it. It was like, you know, he used to train raptors and probably knows a shit ton about these dinosaurs. So it's like, he knows it's got fucking venom that's about to spit. So as soon as he grabbed it, basically just burnt the insides of its mouth and stuff. So I, I thought that was cool. He he ripped his uh, throat out like Roadhouse. <laughs> He's so cool. <laughs> uh, thank you, Miyamoto, for casting Chris Pratt as Mario. <laughs> I cannot wait. <laughs> BK, we're going to be in the theater day one to see uh, Chris Pratt portray uh, Mario. Hell yeah, and our, our boy Charlie Day is Luigi. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so we get introduced to, uh, Ian Malcolm. He's working for this evil company. Uh, he gets the in for Laura Dern's character. Uh, and they're kind of just like kind of setting up, uh, that Ian Malcolm is giving a key card to Laura Dern and Alan Grant. Uh, I forgot to mention we've hooked up with Alan Grant. He's now part of the it was such a forgettable scene. Nothing really <laughs> of importance happened there, but Slid like Lord the DMs. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, everybody's, everybody's all together now. Um, 
we got uh, Jeff Goldblum and Laura Dern and Alan Grant all together in a room. And, I mean... It's so un- underwhelming. I know. I, yeah, Pap, uh, they're just, like, setting up that we're going to try to perform a little inside investigation and get evidence with these giant locusts that are not really essential to the plot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and honestly, there's just, like I said, so many moving parts in this movie. Th- this feels like we're maybe getting towards like more of the heart of like what this story wanted to be because there's two stories, right? There's the reunion story, and then there's this other story. But if you compare this to like the new, but which Star one Wars, is more less important? The girl being a clone that they want for research, or these locusts because <laughs> well, they're both not important. Well, that's the insane thing because, like, like I said, if you compare this to like the new Star Wars, you have the two stories interwoven from the get-go right like you have han solo right away in the first one luke skywalker and leia joining in the second one but like and you kill off han so like you're, you're incorporating these characters better like it what really sucked to me too pk is like alan grant's whole arc in the first movie is like learning to not be a scared of kids and being a dad you know what i mean that's his whole thing and the fact that he's just lived alone for the past Mm -hmm. 25 years it's like that that almost makes me more angry than any other part of this movie it's like you you're either one stupid or two like you just don't care about his arc in the very first movie Yeah, yeah he's learned nothing yeah like i was talking about uh this to some people and this is basically shows you my disappointment in the movie i got so much more emotion from watching the first trailer for this movie than i did during the movie like Mm -hmm. the the first trailer that they released was so good with that john hammond voiceover with um you know richard attenborough talking like classic quotes from the first one and like the music and like seeing them meet for the first time like I got so I got like teared up watching the trailer for the first time, and then I you see it in the movie, and it's so rushed and everything. And I was just like, I don't feel anything. <laughs> I thought that short that they put out at the campsite was actually that pretty was good. Really good too. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's the second best Jurassic Park movie. That short at the it campsite. honestly, you're one hundred percent right. Yeah, <laughs> there's so much tension in that, and it's great, but it's only like 10, 15 minutes long. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. We're just like Laura Dern and Alan Grant. Sorry, I can't remember his name. <laughs> it's what, what's Sam, Sam Neill. Sam Neill. Okay, sorry. He's a great actor. I love him. I just can't remember anybody's name. Um, Sam Neill and Laura Dern. They're just, they're not doing anything important to the end game of this movie. They're going to find this evidence for this locust or whatever, but it's like, why does the locust exist in the first place? And BD Wong, I don't know, his like whole redemption arc thing is just like so unnecessary. You're clearly a bad guy. <laughs> Dude, I, what, what they're embarking on is like a superhero plot. Like, why are they the two investigating this corporation? There's no reason. I mean, I, like, yeah, Malcolm contacted her, but why would she not involve a government agency like why would yeah. she go back to her old lover who she hasn't seen in you know 20 years or whatever it's supposed to be 30 years at this point 
So we got a lot of moving parts. Uh, like we had said before, Bryce Dallas Howard's character had deal with this blind giant Edward Scissorhand Raptor type dinosaur. And the Therizinosaurus. <laughs> sure. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, and then Kayla Watts and Chris Pratt's character had crash landed into like this frozen pond and PK, we get like a confirmation of dinosaurs head feathers here. What's going on with this dinosaur? Uh yeah, the they call it the Pyroraptor. I don't know if that's a real dinosaur or if they just created that for this, but uh I liked it. Actually. Yeah, they they come out of the crash with no scratches at all, you know, <laughs> dude, and um, bone dry. Yeah, and bone dry. That yeah, that was so dumb. Well, it's like but, sorry to interrupt, PK, but no, it's like the first movie. That's like this, like a very similar plot point, right? Where the car is hanging off the edge of a thing. You know what I mean? You're in a car and it's gonna fall, but that they don't just fucking fall. You know what I mean? And roll a million times and walk away. Okay, if it's like if they were in no danger, what's the fucking point of that scene? It's Sorry, yeah. it's so stupid, but go ahead. So yeah, we get the Pyroraptor, which apparently can swim, too, which that was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. That was cool. I would say this is probably third best scene. I don't know. I like that dinosaur. Yeah, this thing yeah, was could cool. attack from like a lot of different ways. It's kind of cool. I did like how they also showed, like, they kind of took him in and said, this is this area where we are bringing back, like, 100% accurate dinosaurs. And they had the one that had, like... It was all furry, the uh, Morris Intrepidus or something. It was basically a little raptor. And I thought that was pretty cool because that, that was basically the most accurate you're going to get from this movie. But, um, yeah, it was interesting. Um, they had a little homage to the first movie in that scene where when it's running at them after they get out of the, off the ice and they shut the gate. It's kind of like when the girl shuts the the kitchen cabinet thing in the kitchen scene in the first movie yeah i would uh put this as probably like the third best scene in the movie uh i thought this dinosaur was pretty cool and i mean you think of the new dinosaur or like well they're all new dinosaurs but like the new big bad dinosaur oh the gigasaurus rex or something (laughs) (laughs) first of all i could not remember the name for like so many guy guy not Giganotosaurus. Giganotosaurus <laughs> is what I'm seeing on Wikipedia. Yeah. But uh, is that true at all? Is that really the biggest dinosaur that ever lived? Uh, it might have been, but also I'm pretty sure the T-Rex still had like the strongest bite and probably would have fucked it up. The thing is, like this movie, all I have ever wanted to see is a raptor the size of a T-Rex fucking shit up. <laughs> That's all I have ever wanted to see. They've never delivered on that because they always hype up the Raptors as being the smartest, the fastest. Like they work together. You get four. All I want to see is four T-Rex sized Raptors working together. They never delivered on that. Do you know how fucking insane that would be? (laughs) Be the end of the world. They all they do is hype up all this genetic mutations that they do, and in this movie they're like. No, we want it. They even yeah. said... We don't like, do that here. Yeah, we don't <laughs> do that here. <laughs> Fucking bullshit. You... Bullshit. You guys are making <laughs> raptors and T-Rexes. Do not come to we me with We draw the line at yeah. making them 10% bigger, Mikey. Oh, come my on. God. Such <laughs> against God. bullshit. We, we make them laser-guided. We don't fuck with their DNA. <laughs> uh, 
I hate it. That's all I've ever wanted to see in this whole series, and they've never delivered on that. So, well, I wanted to ask you guys. So, the scene where they all, like, meet up finally, and the Giga shows up, and it's like... I, I was so confused both times I saw him. Like, does this thing not see them right away? Or is it just, like, moving super slow? Like, what's going on? Like, obviously part of it was because it was, like, the animatronic. When it was kind of, like, leaning down when they're they're walking around the truck. And it's kind of, like, making oh, its yeah. way around he to them. He like, real dumb. I think yeah, he's just moving, dumb. It was moving so slow at him. I was like, what's going on here? And then it, that yeah, that attack scene was just kind of underwhelming. He's that like was supposed he's to like be right like the T-Rex, to Jeff the big T-Rex scene. Yeah. Oh, dude, I thought for sure. I was like, are they they about to do some crazy shit when he's waving the flare in a really weird way or the torch? I thought the dinosaur was just going to straight up eat him right there. Does Sam uh, Neil do that in the first movie? Wave a torch to like. Yeah, he gets the, the flares, yeah. and then Jeff Goldwyn tries to do it. Yeah, he fucks it's it too up. late, and yeah. And freeze! <laughs> uh, what did you guys think yeah, of that know. scene? Just, the, which one? Where we get the Giganotosaurus, or whatever the fuck. And, I don't know. Yeah, we get the spit. Well, there's like a spitting dinosaur type lead up to that scene, and then the Giganotosaurus kind of scares them all off, and... What'd you guys, Pap? What do you think of that? Um, I don't know. It's lame. Like, <laughs> how many characters do they have? Seven at this point, and it felt like the movie so many times wants to have like the hero shot of all seven of them in the same frame. You know what I mean? But I don't have. I hated all those. I'm not feeling what the movie wants me to feel like. Oh, what an epic crossover of franchise! I don't feel that yeah. at all. For a second, mm-hmm. I mean, as far as yeah, the actual dinosaur, me like if you said the Giga Chad was an animatronic, PK, uh, for for part of it, yeah, when his like, head is like swinging around the jeep or whatever, that part, yeah, yeah, for that part and like one of the parts where it, like just standing there and like roars and then then they had another like just a giant head animatronic where they're up in the building and it breaks through the window, but. Yeah, I mean, I think the design of it and everything, it, it looked really good. I think the dinos- some of the dinosaurs in this movie look the best they've ever looked. But it, it, the- I don't know. I, I'm trying to interrupt too much, but the T-Rex still doesn't look cool. No. Like, it's no. never looked as cool as the first movie. It's, it bothers me. Yeah. That's, what, that's what I was asking for his animatronic, because it just, yeah, it, it looked fine. The T-Rex definitely wasn't, but... And you know what else, yeah. too? It's like... The dinosaurs in the first Jurassic Park had, like, a personality. You know what I mean? Like, the, when the T-Rex fucks up the raptors at the end, it's, like, establishing itself because we've seen this T-Rex. I don't know who to root for in that last dinosaur fight between the Giga Chad and It doesn't and matter. It doesn't fucking fingers. matter at all. Well, see, yeah. that's that's kind of where I was getting to where the, with the prologue thing that they released. They should have just left it in the movie because... At the very end of the fight, like where the Giga kills the T Rex in the prologue, it like shows the T Rex fall down, and the camera's like it like lands right next to the camera, and it's, like zooms in close on its eye, and it shows a mosquito land on it, and like p- get some blood and fly away, and then it kind of transitions to like now. So you're supposed to think like that's the DNA from that T Rex that they use to make the T Rex in the new movies. 
Mm-hmm. And then it's supposed to be like establishing this rivalry between the T-Rex and the Giganotosaurus. And then there's that shot where you think the T-Rex is dead and all of a sudden it shows its eye and then all of a sudden it wakes up. So that's like a callback to oh. that prologue scene. So it's like they should have just left that in there. Interesting. But then the movie would have been, you know, ten minutes longer than it needed to be. So. I mean, it's already too long. It's yeah. so long. So I mean, long. It's, it's it's that prologue is worth checking out. I think it's better than the movie. <laughs> trying to think of oh yeah, we got Laura Dern and uh, Alan Grant. They're messing with these disgusting locusts and. They find, like, a whole lab or whatever with a bunch of locusts in different phases of, like, their life cycle. And they got to get some evidence, apparently, to bring down this corporation, which is, like, it's such a layup of a, of an evidence try to, trying to trying to pin on Whoa. this corporation. Like, Why do they even need it? Like, they have all the sense. evidence. The they, locusts already have, they already have a locust. Yeah. They, right. they yeah. brought a locust to, like, this place or something. It's so mm-hmm. dumb. It makes no sense. Somehow, all of these bugs catch on fire and they go straight up into the sky and catch on, catch the rest of like the park on fire, and everything is just going to fucking shit. And that's where we get the Giganotosaurus scene with everybody. And I gotta mention that like they're trying to hurt this this dinosaur, and everybody is just grabbing like a dart gun and throwing like a <laughs> bottle at it and trying to like. Chris st- Pratt was just like stabbing, stabbing it in with the a face. pencil. <laughs> it's so stupid. They're not doing anything. They should all be dead. It's just tearing everything up. The one thing that like Colin Trevorrow was like big on that I was like reading about leading up to is like they wanted the dinosaurs to act like like animals and like what they would be like if they were real life animals or in the wild. So it's like, like that scene where the Giga and the T-Rex meet for the first time and the T-Rex trying to eat the deer. And it's just like, they have this like 10 second fight and he's bites him on the nose and the T-Rex is like, Oh, fine. Fuck off. It's like, I'll leave. So it's like, they're trying to have the animals act somewhat realistic. And it's like, I think that's just like, it was just kind of probably like annoyed with all these people like, yeah, fine. I don't need this. Yeah. But yeah, it's just I don't that's, know. That's all well and good, but then you can't also have them get hypnotized by Chris Pratt doing hand of the face <laughs> to them. Like you you gotta pick one or the other. Mm-hmm. There. And then you know, they went straight up Mortal Kombat fatality at the end. Mm-hmm. Uh while all this is happening, the entire park is like just burning down and our s- weird CEO guy is named Dodd. Dodgson, right? Yep. And Tim he, Cook. Yeah, he's he's trying to escape with some dinosaur embryos via via like a underground train, underground railroad hyperloop type situation. And the power goes out while he's doing this, and then he gets taken out by uh, some PK. What are those dinos called? Oh, the Dilophosaurus. Dilophosaurus. Yeah, uh, Pap, what? This guy is weird, so weird. I, he says something right before he gets taken out. Uh, did you find that odd? What does he say? I don't even remember that. He's what like, he? he says, he says, um, what's your story? Or yeah, something. He, he said, what's your oh. story? Or something like that. It's like, so bizarre. <laughs> like, 
even before that, when he's choosing to shut down the park and make all the dinosaurs like come back or whatever, he has this meltdown, and it just doesn't work at all. Like no, he's, he's just screaming, "No, no, no!" It's like I don't know. I, I almost want to play that next to the Paul Dano screaming, "No, no, no!" from the new Batman movie. Like I, it's just, <laughs> but it's just it's, it's awkward and it's awkwardly edited too. It's like it probably went on too long. Um, he's not a good villain. Just straight, straight up, not a good villain. Like he's—it's distracting how much he looks like an Apple CEO, and then he's not very interesting. Or, I mean, he like doesn't diabolical. come into play other than that he owns what? the park. And the, and that and it's kind of like the the legacy characters that you were talking about. Like they should have been sprinkling them in from Jurassic World One, like the first one. Like they should have been sprinkling little hints that Lewis Dodson is. Mm-hmm. a bad guy or like at least introduce him at some point like yeah you can't expect us to be all in on these people when i'm sure there's people who haven't seen the original jurassic park they've only seen the original jurassic worlds that are coming in it's like who the fuck are these people mm-hmm. like it feels a lot like in star wars when they brought back the emperor for like the last movie you know what i mean it just feels mm-hmm. like they're they're more interested in nostalgia than they are in the story that's all they care mm-hmm. about pap i'm gonna go as so far to say that the best part of the entire six movies that we have of jurassic park is the very first scene in the first movie where the raptor is eating that guy in that locker cage or whatever nothing is oh, more yeah. horrifying than that and that is like shoot yeah you don't even see a dinosaur in that too and know? then it's all downhill from there not to say that the rest of the movie of jurassic park one is bad but it's just mm-hmm. like i feel like that first scene is like horrifying that is absolute. that's got to be the scariest scene in that whole movie though that's the thing though right it's like first movie made by spielberg actually like a good director and this is like something original that he's making so he has the freedom to like let your imagination do that scary parts now that we've gotten the point where it's just dinosaurs are the spectacle i'm okay with that but then why the fuck not lean into it like you were saying mikey like make them genetic mutant dinosaurs or whatever let's see more dinosaurs why do we need to fucking fly to italy and have (laughs) all these different yeah that doesn't make any sense yeah it's just like they they kind of took concepts from the books but then just like div- like put them into the story way too late restructure like- the restructure this whole movie just make you know what Laura Dern and Alan Grant get a letter from Malcolm they don't know the other one's coming to this park Boom. they meet there that takes care of all that other bullshit and then i make it so like this girl needs to go back to this place and they have them like meet organically here like you know what i mean like if if that's what you really want to do yeah, and then Do have that. it all take place there in the sanctuary with all mm-hmm. the dinosaurs. Then we just spend way more exactly. Yes, then we just spend way more time in the dinosaurs. It's going to feel more like the first few movies. You know what I mean? If you want that kind of nostalgia, it's it's this movie's bizarre. <laughs> what it's, totally. I have no idea. Yeah. yeah, I feel like there's like three branches that they had planned out, and they tried to stick to all three of them because like there's still remnants mm-hmm. of that weird. Of that whole totally weird, just like straight up IGN concept art thing that was leaked of just like raptor people or whatever the fuck. Like, I don't know that I feel to me, I feel like that is still like in this movie somewhat 
There's no reason to have this weird clone girl other than that reason. It's just bizarre. They doc what is BD Wong's character wants to like analyze her DNA compared to a raptor. It doesn't make any sense. So the clone girl is only introduced in the second movie of this franchise, right? Like mm-hmm. what a problem she is. Cause like, like if they want to make this movie about nostalgia, which is like Mikey said, like the first track or the third track or whatever, like make it about that. It's like, we have to deal with this girl and like all the other bullshit around her. Like what's her origin, but nobody fucking cares. Cause she shows up in movie five of six in this franchise. Mm-hmm. So no, who like, honestly fucking kill her off in the first scene. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, add, some, <laughs> add some table stakes. Who gives a shit? Just fix that problem right away. And then we can focus on, and then, and then, Chris Pratt and Bryce Dallas Howard are like Biosim did this, and that's why they're going there. And then they meet up with Alan Grant. Oh man, it's Jesus Christ. We like, need to we need to reshoot this movie. It's not that hard <laughs> yeah. though. Like the uh, the <laughs> obvious choice is so much better than this contrived bullshit they came up with. Yeah, and like the thing is, like nobody of importance dies in this movie. We don't care about anybody that dies yes. in this movie. We got seven people. One of them has to die. Just one of them. That's what I'm saying. When Ian Malcolm was standing there waving the torch, and then it's just standing right above him, staring at him, I was like, "Give us!" I thought for a split second they were just going to chop us on him. Like anything to care about in this movie. Mm-hmm. It's it's insane. Um, because that, that's kind of like the best part of the first movie is that there are people that we're super acquainted with that end up dying, like kind of early in that movie like by the t-rex or by raptors this, this franchise went downhill when they killed off sam jackson oh yeah God. that's true <laughs> <laughs> we needed one time in each movie for him to be like hold on to your butts right yeah, yeah. <laughs> with a cigarette hanging out of his mouth well it'd be a vape for the Jurassic world franchise but you know dude i was thinking about that like how come people never vape in movies <laughs> Is Nobody it like does. they don't want to encourage it? it? Yeah, all, right. I've never seen a vape in a movie. It's really weird. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I never thought about it, but yeah, I think you're right. Um, where are we? Where are we even at? Uh, Who knows? It doesn't. Like, <laughs> I think we're we're getting pretty much towards where uh, they're trying you know, to escape. Let's let's say we're in the, like the last two v one dino fight. You you know where I'm yeah. at, PK? Walk oh us. yeah, well. Walk right through. before that, they they had a shot that made me roll my eyes, and I was so disappointed in myself. But like, there's like a circular windowed st- structure thing out in like the little sanctuary corridor that they are all at, and the T Rex walks through it, and it has a split second where it goes right through the center of the circle, and it like kind of opens its mouth, and it's supposed to look like the Jurassic Park logo, basically. Oh, I was like, yeah. I was like, get out of here. I was like, that was so stupid. I was like, it was so, like, <sighs> on the nose. Dude, that is insane. Yeah, they, like, it, it's a fountain, and it's it, like, frames there's, it for, like, yeah, one second. Yeah, just a circle in the middle of a garden. That's literally the, the whole reason up. for that design is so that they could put the, like, oh, dude, watch, the T-Rex is going to walk right through and it's going to look just like the logo. It's going to be sick. And it was just like, it was too much. I was like, that's stupid. That's the worst. I think it's partially because I'm still disappointed in how they haven't made, they, they, they spent the whole Jurassic World franchise whipping the shit out of the T-Rex, like making him look like a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> That man has a family. Every movie got got its ass kicked. <laughs> Does the T Rex win in that fight though? Like it's the Giga Chad V two, right? Is that what's happening? Well, a truce yeah. is made mid fight between 
uh, Edward Scissorhands and the T Rex. Yeah, and and the T Rex kind of uh, gets behind uh, <laughs> gets behind the Giga Chad and crouches down and trips him, and he goes right <laughs> into his Edward Scissorhands hands. Yeah, dude, that was straight up finish him. Like, <laughs> and then they even had they even had like the free almost like a freeze frame Mortal Kombat screen where with the pose they both like roared right at each other after they killed it and there was a lightning strike like right in between them i was like oh my gosh <laughs> i was like what is going on here this is just a this is godzilla at this point yeah and also like throughout the whole movie they kind of uh teased i don't know i just was like so disappointed with the dinosaur interactions in this movie like they teased the giga Nautosaurus fight and the t-rex fight like three times and nothing happened in the first yeah. two and a half times they met. It was so, so disappointing. Give us more action. Mm-hmm. Give us uh, something. <laughs> Other yeah. than this. Anything, anything. <laughs> um, yeah, so the Giganotosaurus, the big baddie of the whole movie, he's the main main bad guy. Uh, he dies, he gets stabbed. Um, he gets shanked by another dinosaur. Um and then uh, they kind of all take off on a helicopter or something. A helicopter plane type vehicle uh, with kilowatts flying. Also, right before, you know, the T-Rex comes out and it's like, they're all right there like, oh shit. And then the Giganotosaurus comes out and they're facing off and Alan Grant's like, this isn't about us. Yeah, but what? Then it proceeds, <laughs> then it... Then it well, that's that. It goes back to that whole prologue thing again. Like it's supposed to set up this rivalry, but then after he says it, it proceeds to show like film just them running away and not showing the actual like fight from like a decently filmed perspective. No, and of course, it's like all this shaky cam of of them running away and the dinosaurs. You kind of see the fight yeah. in the background. It's just like show us the fight. And of course, like this whole. This whole fucking scene takes place at night, so it all looks like shit. Uh, there's absolutely yeah. nothing to it's look so hard at. To like, see. why? Yeah. Why are we doing this? Why, if you're not gonna give us anything to look at, why is this the final scene of the movie? Basically, and it's just <laughs> it's CGI. It's 100% CGI, but it's just 100% CGI in the dark. So it's like, what is even the point? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Make it out on a volcano or something. I don't, you know what I mean? Like, do something cool with it. It's, I don't, I don't know why it's so dark and hard to see. It kind of reminded me of the Northman. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of the volcano. But like, you lead up to this giant fight and it's like, I can't really see what's going on. It's, yeah. Uh, so literally everybody on the island escapes except for the CEO of Biosyn on this helicopter. Uh, BD Wong is on there as well and he ends up. Uh, finding a solution to these super Cretaceous period locusts or whatever, super super locusts or whatever the fuck. Uh, he finds a way to eradicate them all and ends up saving the world. Uh, Beta and Blue kind of just take off into the Canadian wilderness to, I assume, just eat more hunters. Yeah, uh, d- destroy the ecosystem. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Just completely uh, devastate the surrounding wilderness. Uh, I don't know. Like, it kind of just 
what even happens? It just ends with like BD Wong in like a field surrounded by these good <laughs> locusts, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, it ends with them saying they have to coexist and showing all this footage of Which is insane. Absolutely insane to suggest that they are going to coexist with these dinosaurs that are still just snatching people. And well, so eating. here's the thing. I think I think the whole dino people slash people riding dinosaurs with guns, I don't think that's out of the picture yet. Because, like, I heard a while ago, like, this is, like, the end of the Jurassic saga, like, the whole, like, the oh, Skywalker God. saga. But, like, we're going Universal, to the Cretaceous saga. The Jurassic Universal, Park universe. Yeah, Universal's got plans to keep this franchise going. So it's, like... I don't. I think this is like a jumping off point. Like dinosaurs and humans are going to be together now, so it's like who knows where it's going to go. But I don't know. I mean, honestly, it could be better. Like I would be surprised if yeah, the next I hope movie they bring in, is worse. I, than I hope else. they go. Yeah. Well, I hope they don't. I kind of hope they do the Disney Plus Star Wars thing. Well, maybe not now after watching Kenobi, but <laughs> um, like the whole. I hope they do shows like. Like a like a series or something. All I all I have ever wanted is just make it a horror story. Yeah. Like just make it scary as fuck. Turok. Just you like do that dinosaurs now. are yeah. popping out of shadows, eating people. Just and make it did, scary. We need Tom Cruise to take over the t- the Jurassic Park franchise and actually genetically engineer dinosaurs because <laughs> he's the guy to get it done. <laughs> Anything. Than what they're hey, doing. Tom, Tom, if you're listening, I'm on board. Any other final thoughts? Was there anything that I miss at the end here? I just, it doesn't even, there, like the final scene is just like dinosaurs kind of hanging out in this dinosaur sanctuary. Like, I guess mm-hmm. this is just where some dinosaurs live. There's still a shit ton out in the world. I don't know if anybody's doing anything about that, but yeah. this is where some dinosaurs live in the Dolomite Mountains. The very last shot of the Jurassic saga is like a triceratops walking with an elephant across the Lion african King. Zone. yeah it looks exactly <laughs> yeah like, like nothing King. is being done about those dinosaurs still out in the world i i got a couple of final thoughts one of my least favorite jokes because it just goes on for too long and i don't know why it sticks out to me as so cringy but like when jeff goldblum's talking about getting humped by his dog or whatever that like, was weird. <laughs> it's so weird like i don't i don't understand and like nobody laughed in the theater when I saw it, uh, my last two notes are both Jeff Goldblum related, and I feel like he's sometimes channeling the audience in his co- contempt for this movie. Because one time he goes, "Jurassic World, not a fan," <laughs> and this mm-hmm. sounds like the movie. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. And when he's when he's giving his lecture, he he literally says, "I wrote it down." They exploit your enchantment with these and he holds up a dinosaur i'm like yeah that's what's happening he's like, they're just exploiting kids enchantment of dinosaurs and printing these money machine movies like i feel like he was talking right to the audience both times i i definitely caught on to that the second time well just so you guys know i'm looking at wikipedia here and the people seem to disagree because it has made 634 million dollars according to wikipedia on a budget of 185 million so it's crushing it uh, the people do not seem to agree with us, uh, but I don't have anything else left to say. PK, did you have anything else? Um, I mean, like I said, I think 
some of the dinosaurs looked fantastic in this movie. Um, I thought the Atrociraptors were really cool. Just like a lot of missed opportunities with just one and done scenes with some cool concepts. But um, I mean, don't get me wrong. It was I, I enjoyed watching this movie for some of it. And it's just, if you go into it, like, expecting a B-movie, B-monster movie, like, you might have some fun, but it's just, I, I go into these movies always hoping to relive the magic of Jurassic Park, and it just, I, I always get disappointed, so, um, yeah, well, I'll get, I'll say the rest on yes and no. Yeah, 30% critic score, 78% audience score on Rotten Tomatoes. It's a pretty big disparity. Is it kids? Is it just like little babies who are like giving it? <laughs> How is that possible? Yeah. Uh, I ended up watching this movie during like a tornado warning. So I didn't even like realize what was going on outside. So coming out of it, I was just like, wow, could have been so much worse if I spent two hours a different way. <laughs> but I was like, yeah, it's just so dumb. And it doesn't need, like, this movie really made me think, like, what are we doing with all of this money we're spending on these movies? That Yes, I know it provides a lot of jobs, but it's like, what is the carbon differential on this movie being made compared to just, like, what if we just never made this? Are, are we saving the planet just a little bit? Because, like, we're talking about the dinosaurs, <laughs> and they're being very existential about, like, the end of the world and stuff. And they're clearly talking about some sort of climate change thing with this locust thing because they're making a lot of parallels. And it's just like, do we need to make these big, giant, stupid franchise movies for insane budgets? Could we put that money towards literally anything else? It, just a, a positive, net positive on the world. It's just... I don't know, really made me think after watching this, because I was like, this provides absolutely nothing to the culture of movies. This will be for, forgot about in, like, three years. Like, for real, nobody is going to care about this at all. It's going to make a shit ton of money, and for what reason? It, I, I just... Movies are such a weird place for me right now. I just find <laughs> so many of them unnecessary, and just, like... Why are we making this stuff? There's got to be infinitely other, more productive things we could be doing with this money, but I just... I don't even know what to say. It's just like... I just think there's a lot of bad stuff being made. This is like top of the list for me of bad stuff being made. And the people love it. <laughs> I know, yeah. It's just like... I I went to the theater and saw it. I don't know what I was expecting, but like... I know I, I'll have the excuse of saying we're doing it for a podcast, but it's like I'm still contributing and it's made $650 million so far. So it's like I'm helping in some way. I, I, I watched know. it on Handycam second time. I stole from them. Take that, <laughs> Universal. <laughs> um, so th I'm giving it a hard no. What are you guys saying, PK? Pappy, you go first. Okay. Let us build the suspense a little bit longer. I'm gonna give this also a hard no. It's just, it's just bizarre, right? Like the premise 
is clearly so captivating. And like I said, Jeff Goldblum is like, it's just exploiting your enchantment with dinosaurs. And like, I don't know why it needs to be this way. Like, like how many decisions were made where we end up having to wrap up this plot of like a clone girl, but we want to shoehorn in the people from the first movie, but we want to have action fights and set pieces and the quote iconic unquote iconography of Jurassic Park, which I guess now includes Chris Pratt holding his hands up to dinosaurs' faces Icon. and like slowing them down. It's so stupid. There's like a point in the movie where they have like I think Sam Neill and Jeff Goldblum maybe and like all the characters like do that to like a raptor or something. And it's just it's just lame, man. And yeah, I'm with you, Mikey. Like I I seems like such a waste for a movie like this to be about this, right? There's like, like it's all- six small movies, six small, maybe good, maybe bad movies that you could make with $185 million. Mm. Well, it's just, and it feels like this movie is like shackled by all these al- obligations, like the obligation to wrap up its franchise and the obligation to pull in these other people, which is why it ends up, or people from the first franchise, which is why it ends up being like damn near two and a half hours and it still feels rushed and incoherent this is a really fucking bad movie I'll, and it, but I will say if what PK says is true and this is setting up for a Jurassic universe and we don't we can enter a story not having to explain why dinosaurs exist on earth at the same time as people they just do that actually has a lot of potential because then you're you're not needing to have the fucking recreation of the Jurassic Park logo in the movie. You're not needing to like have all these des- disparate stories trying to like come together at a singular point. Maybe you could just make like a horror movie with dinosaurs. Maybe there's like a little farming community where there's just like triceratopses pulling tractors for the field and then it's a story about the characters but dinosaurs are just there, you know, part of the the economy. Like it could be really interesting, but what's not interesting is this franchise bloated Marvel knockoff Fast and Furious knockoff James Bond knockoff bullshit that this franchise has become a very very hard no for this movie PK alright so Jurassic Park the original is like top three movie for me fucking love it it's just I love I'll always be a kid at heart so dinosaurs are always gonna be cool to me but there's just something about that movie and, and it's the following entries have just never been able to recreate that magic, even when Spielberg tried to do it with the second one. Or I don't know if he really tried, but they kind of forced it on him. But he didn't. Um, he didn't try. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it doesn't no. seem like. Uh, but you know, I, I I came into this podcast with the mindset that I was going to give it a soft yes, even though I teased you guys a little bit at the beginning. But oh. after, after talking about it and just thinking about all the stuff that I've said so far and just my feeling of disappointment. I was, I was so excited for this movie. I wanted to love it so much and I came out like so disappointed. So I gotta, I gotta break the barrier and, uh, I'm going to give it a a soft no. (laughs) I still think if you're, I mean, if you're a fan of Jurassic Park, go, go, go watch it, but maybe wait for it on streaming. It's made enough money at this point, but, 
Yeah, don't um, don't go to a theater and watch this. Just I don't wait. feel I just, good about I don't feel good about this because like I'm just uh, also like I feel like there's a lot of fans that are like me just feeling disappointed and they they could have done so much more with the original three and they they could have just and that's the thing like with Spider Man No Way Home and and all these movies having so much success with the nostalgia factors and all this stuff it's like like you said Pappy I feel like they kind of had they felt like they had to bring them in. Mm-hmm. And then that creates so much more of a mess, and you gotta do all these storylines. It's like if if they would have just kept with even with the weird Maisie clone storyline, but like kept it just the Jurassic World characters. I think they could have had a better mm-hmm. chance of sticking the landing, yeah. at least a little better. But yeah, I think kind of some of the stuff that we laid out, like just restructuring the story, could could have helped this movie a lot. But yeah, it's like like you guys said. Unfortunately, it hurts me to say, but it's it's a pretty forgettable movie, and it's. But I do have hope, and I'm optimistic for, hopefully, Universal to see some of this backlash and and realize they need to kind of branch out and do some different things with the franchise, and maybe, yeah, go a little more horror centered, or even if they go like, you can go like some old Yeller shit. <laughs> Have like a really yeah sad like story about a lonely dude befriending a lonely old dinosaur. Go like, on now, get get out of here. I don't, <laughs> I don't love you anymore. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I think I think there's potential there. It's just they. I think they need a break or, and some some fresh fresh like Re- reboot it, make it scary. That's the only thing I can see. We need an A twenty four Jurassic Park movie. Yeah. Uh, so, I'm, I'm bummed out to say it, but it's it's my first no on the pod. All you had to do was get them to the park and get them together. Like, that's all they needed, and that would have been enough. You know, I mean, you could have still checked all those boxes that they wanted to check. Why is there so much bullshit in the first let's, hour let's and a half? Let's split everybody up as soon as we get to the park and what are we take doing? it from there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I think that speaks volumes, PK. Because, like, if you gave a Jurassic Park movie a no... Like if anyone out there is listening to this and like on the fence, that should be your answer. <laughs> this is a bad movie. Yeah, like I mean, you guys gave me shit for saying I would have given a Fallen Kingdom a yes, and I think like just like piggybacking off of that and like just seeing what they where the direction they went with this is just it's so disappointing. I mean, yeah, just like it hurts my soul to say it, but yeah, just I. I can't give it a yes. What's a uh, what's what's okay? Is Jurassic Park the worst franchise? And is it is it yes or no? Is it above or below uh, the Matrix franchise? Because there's also a bunch of stinkers there. I mean, I I would put it above the Matrix just because I prefer Jurassic Park over the Matrix. But I, I don't know. I, I've I don't think I've ever seen all the Matrix movies, and I watched the newest one. And that was terrible. So. Yeah, it's awful. I think the Matrix is, has less bad movies than the Jurassic yeah, Park franchise. I guess, well, I because there's that, less but... movies. Yes, true. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's just—it felt too much like a Fast and the Furious movie, and I'm not like trying to hate on those movies too much. It's just those movies are so ridiculous, and it's—it's just, it's just I could see them crossing over now, and if they do that, then I'll lose hope completely. But. Yeah, let's, let's hope it doesn't come to that, but my god, Jurassic Park, just 
one out of six movies watchable. Just absolutely horrendous batting average right there. Um, mm-hmm. That's three very solid no's for uh, <gasps> Jurassic Park Dominion. A surprise yeah, was, no. That was a soft no. All right. right. <laughs> a, a no, that's a hard no from PK as well. Uh, you absolutely shit on this movie, the whole podcast. <laughs> Um, well, see, see, that's what I didn't want to do because I remember Stevie was shitting on uh, a Spider-Man No Way Home, and then he gave it like a seven out of ten. I was like, I can't, I can't do that. <laughs> I remember that. Uh, nothing else Love left you, to say about this. Pap, did you have uh, trivia for us lined up? Yeah, super quick, uh, half-ass trivia. I googled most valuable dinosaur. It's a T-Rex known as Stan. How much did it sell for at auction on October 5th, 2020? Pandemic dinosaur auctions. The rich are just living a totally different oh, wow. lives than we lived back then. Dude's buying a T-Rex. Was it like a full skeleton or like a skull or what, what are we this, talking here? Was this Nick Cage's T-Rex? It's a fossil. Um, I think it is a full T-Rex. Fuck. I'm seeing a picture of it. His name is Scott. The what did you say? Stan is the name of the oh, T-Rex. Stan. Stan T-Rex. <laughs> it's sold in Abu Dhabi. Oh, man. I'll say $10 million. Okay. PK? Dinosaur detective? <laughs> well, I want to say... All I got to say is above $10 million if in right? But I, I, I'm trying to be accurate. I feel like it's probably at least like $350 million. Is that your guess? Maybe. I don't know. Sure. Yeah. Tree fitty. It's right in between you at 31.8 million. <sighs> so not quite Damn. 350 million. But Mikey, you are the closest. Uh, Damn. <laughs> that was million. I'm going <laughs> to grind that up and turn it into oil and sell it for $150 million. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that was hopefully the last ever fucking Jurassic Park podcast we ever do. <laughs> Shit on this goddamn franchise and piss on its grave. Uh, go listen to the Jurassic Park episode. That was yeah. a good one. You want to hear us like, like a movie? That's a good example. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's it from us. Uh, this has been spoilers. Hope you enjoyed this uh, episode. Thank you for listening. Special thank you to our patrons. Matt Troll Brother Brian Druid King Nick The Meg David Nurse Stacy Were you scared? Tell me honestly. The Wolf. Ow, ow, ow. If you'd like to request an episode, hear your name read by Spoiler Man, or even just help us make podcasts, please check us out on patreon.com slash spoilers podcast.
That was spoilers.